Today is January the 30th. Today, we meet the king of sarcasm as we read through Job 11 through 13. In reading through the book of Job today, we start in chapter 11. Chapter 11 is Zophar's first response to Job. Now, if you remember, we mentioned that Zophar tends to say God is arbitrary, so he's going to do whatever he wants to do. Having said that, here Zophar does say, Job, you deserve what you're getting. Uh, look at 11.6, the last half of that verse says, Listen, God is doubtlessly punishing you far less than you deserve. Then later on in verse 14, he says, Get rid of your sins and leave all your iniquity behind. Because of that, when Job responds, listen to his opening sally. Uh, Job chapter 12, Job spoke again. You people really know everything, don't you? When you die, wisdom will die with you. He literally says, you are the people and wisdom will die with you. Now, of course, Job didn't feel that way. He is being sarcastic, but his words cut. They cut deeply. What Job says to Zophar in response to Zophar is that God indeed is magnificent. Uh, the rest of, of chapter 12 deals with that. Uh, what God does. In chapter 13, he comes back, and he comes back to his one-string banjo. Chapter 13, verse 3, as for me, I would speak directly to the Almighty. I want to argue my case with God himself. Later on, verse 15, God might kill me, but I have no other hope. I'm going to argue my case with him. And then finally, verses 20, uh, he talks to God directly and he says, I have two requests. Oh God, grant me these two things and then I'll be able to face you. First, remove your heavy hand from me. Give me a break, God. Give me a break. Secondly, verse 22, summon me and I will answer. Cut me some slack and let me talk directly to you. I want to argue my case. Enjoy as you read through Job 11 to 13. Job 11 through 13, New Living Translation. Job 11. Then Zophar the Nehemite replied to Job, Shouldn't someone answer this torrent of words? Is a person proved innocent just by talking a lot? Should I remain silent while you babble on? When you mock God, shouldn't someone make you ashamed? You claim my beliefs are pure, and I am clean in the sight of God. If only God would speak, if only he would tell you what he thinks, if only he would tell you the secrets of wisdom. For true wisdom is not a simple matter. Listen, God is doubtless punishing you far less than you deserve. Can you solve the mysteries of God? Can you discover everything about the Almighty? Such knowledge is higher than the heavens, and who are you? It is deeper than the underworld. What do you know? 
It is broader than the earth and wider than the sea. If God comes and puts a person in prison or calls the court to order, who can stop him? For he knows those who are false, and he takes note of all their sin. An empty-handed person won't become wise any more than a wild donkey can bear a human child. If only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands in prayer to him. Get rid of your sins and leave all iniquity behind you. Then your face will brighten with innocence. You will be strong and free of fear. You will forget your misery. It will be like water flowing away. Your life will be brighter than the noonday. Even darkness will be as bright as morning. Having hope will give you courage. You will be protected and well-rested in safety. You will lie down unafraid and many will look to you for help. But the wicked will be blinded. They will have no escape. Their only hope is death. Job 12 Then Job spoke again. You people really know everything, don't you? And when you die, wisdom will die with you. Well, I know a few things myself, and you're not better than I am. Who doesn't know these things you've been saying? Yet my friends laugh at me, for I call on God and expect an answer. I am a just and blameless man, yet they laugh at me. People who are at ease mock those in trouble. They give a push to people who are stumbling. But robbers are left in peace, and those who provoke God live in safety, though God keeps them in his power. Just ask the animals, and they will teach you. Ask the birds of the sky, and they will tell you. Speak to the earth, and it will instruct you. Let the fish in the sea speak to you, for they all know that my disaster has come from the hand of the Lord. For the life of every living thing is in his hand, and the breath of every human being. The ear tests the words it hears, just as a mouth distinguishes between foods. Wisdom belongs to the aged, and understanding to the old. But true wisdom and power are found in God. Counsel and understanding are his. What he destroys cannot be rebuilt. When he puts someone in prison, there is no escape. If he holds back the rain, the earth becomes a desert. When he releases the water, they flood the earth. Yes, strength and wisdom are his. Deceivers and deceived are both in his power. He leads counselors away, stripped of good judgment. Wise judges become fools. He removes the royal robe of kings. They are led away with ropes around their waist. He leads priests away, stripped of status. He overthrows those with long years and power. He silences the trusted advisor and removes the insight of the elders. He pours disgrace upon princes and disarms the strong. He uncovers mysteries hidden in the darkness. He brings light into the deepest gloom. He builds up nations and he destroys them. He expands nations and he abandons them. He strips kings of understanding and leaves them wandering in a pathless wasteland. They grope in the darkness without light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. Job 13 Look, I have seen all this with my own eyes and heard it with my own ears, and now I understand. I know as much as you do. You are no better than I am. As for me, I would speak directly to the Almighty. I want to argue my case with God himself. As for you, you smear me with lies. As physicians, you are worthless quacks. If only you could be silent. That's the wisest thing you could do. Listen to my charge. 
pay attention to my arguments. You are defending God with lies. Do you make your dishonest argument for his sake? Will you slant your testimony in his favor? Will you argue God's case for him? What will happen when he finds out what you are doing? Can you fool him as easily as you fool people? No, you will be in trouble with him if you secretly slant your testimony in his favor. Doesn't his majesty terrify you? Doesn't your fear of him overwhelm you? Your platitudes are as valuable as ashes. Your defense is as fragile as a clay pot. Be silent now and leave me alone. Let me speak and I will face the consequences. Why should I put myself in mortal danger and take my life in my own hands? God might kill me, but I have no other hope. I am going to argue my case with him. But this is what will save me. I am not godless. If I were, I could not stand before him. Listen closely to what I am about to say. Hear me out. I have prepared my case. I will be proven innocent. Who can argue with me over this? And if you prove me wrong, I will remain silent and die. O God, grant me these two things, and then I will be able to face you. Remove your heavy hand from me, and don't terrify me with your awesome presence. Now summon me, and I will answer. Let me speak to you, and you reply. Tell me, what have I done wrong? Show me my rebellion and my sin. Why do you turn away from me? Why do you treat me as your enemy? Why would you terrify a leaf blown by the wind? Would you chase dry straw? You write bitter accusations against me and bring up all the sins of my youth. You put my feet in stocks. You examine all my paths. You trace all my footprints. I waste away like rotting wood, like a moth-eaten coat. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at how not to help a friend in grief.